and with your spirit. Glory to you. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, it's been a long journey, but they finally arrived. The three magi, the three astrologers, the three kings, the three wise men. Which of the titles do we want to use? Matthew uses magi, which is kind of another word for a magician or a, a magus, somebody that does wonders or workers or something like that. Astrologers, I don't know, sure. I guess because of the star part of the story. Kings, because they're carrying gold, they must be royal people. They've got gold in their chests. Who knows? But the, the, the title that I think is best of all for these three characters that appear in Matthew's gospel is the one that, who knows who invented it, but at somewhere along the line we started calling them the wise men. And that's a, it's a really beautiful title for them, a really beautiful name for them, because, because, well, you know, none of us aspire to be magicians and none of us aspire to be wonder workers and none of us aspire to be kings and queens, but, but all of us aspire to be, to be wise in our lives. And so the wise part of their story is, is, is worth paying attention to on this Feast of the Epiphany. So, so what's so wise about these three guys? The, I, it, there's three things, it seems to me, that are really important in the story for, for all of us as we seek to be more and more fully through the course of our lives, people, who, who live the holy gift of wisdom, 
and who, who have some idea of, of what that is and, and, and how we can share that with others. So the first thing that's about this story that is worth, worth paying attention to is, is the wonder that they must have had. This, this is a sign of wisdom that they can look up into the night sky with their eyes open to, to wonder and to, to see beyond what's seen. To look up into the night sky and see not just a panoply of stars up there, but, but to see beyond the stars and to sense that there's something bigger and greater in this universe that, than, than just the stuff of it, just the matter of it, just the energy of it. That wondering, that ability to look and see and imagine something bigger than ourselves, something that has created us a grace, a love beyond all that we see, that's wisdom in a nutshell. The ability to wonder and to see beyond the stuff of this world. The second thing that is really wise about these wise men is that they are humble enough to be led. You know, they're, they're not so smart-alecky and so smarty-pantsy and so, you know, so sure of themselves and so arrogant and so proud of their achievements in life that nobody can tell them what to do. They've got it all figured out. And they know just how to live their lives and to do everything, and they don't need help from anybody. To the contrary... These three wise men allow themselves to be led, to say, you know, uh, we don't know everything, and we don't understand what's happening up there in the sky, and we don't quite know the meaning of that star, and we don't know where we're going to end up, and we don't know where we're going exactly. It's not all clear to us. But in humility, we trust that we shall be led well. And that humility to allow themselves to be led out of their homes, out of their nation, out of their palaces, out of their whatevers, across strange lands to a, a benighted place far, far away, that's wisdom. To be humble enough to allow themselves to be led forward. Thirdly, once they get there, that's the heart of the story. They get to this little town of Bethlehem in this little place called Israel that's not a big world power and it's, you know, it's, it's backwards and everything is, is, is not what they're used to up in Persia or wherever they came from. But it's in this place, in this unexpected place, that they experience the grace of God. Finally, God has a face for them. Finally, God has a feature. Finally, God is right before their very eyes. And they realize that God has led them here for no good reason. Why choose us? Why lead us? Why show us we're not even good Jews? We're from a faraway land. And yet here we are. And we have this epiphany. 
This, this rupture in the material universe that allows us to see and to know and to love God. And what's their response? This is the wise part. Their response to God's generosity to them is to be generous in return. They open their coffers. They bow down. They, they kneel before the presence of God in this universe unexpected in the form that they would never have guessed of a small child. But there it is. And it's a response to God's goodness to them. They give. And those are the three things I think that make them really wise men. They wonder what's beyond the stars above. They're humble enough to be led, and maybe most importantly, when they encounter the presence of God in their life in the most surprising way, an unexpected place, they give of themselves. And so, they teach us how to be wise ourselves. When we encounter God's presence in this world, when we feel called to see beyond the matter and the energy of the physical world, when we, when we allow ourselves to be led, we are participating in the great gift of wisdom that so moved these three characters in Matthew's Gospel that wisdom which is a gift of the Holy Spirit and one of the sure signs that God has touched us to wonder, to be led, and to be generous before God. Amen.